Hello, friends. Welcome back to a nude episode. Nude episode. Oh my god, what is wrong with me? I'm already messing up this episode. Jesus Christ. Welcome back to a new episode of I Need an Adult, a podcast where I discuss how fucked up my adult life is and how you're fucking up yours and how we're all fucking up our own, our own, each other. I don't even know. What is, what is this entrance? I don't even know. Entrance? Intro. Oh my God. I'm fucking up so badly. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because it's part of today's episode. It's part of, part of our topic? Discussion? Oh Lord. This is going to be a wild ride. Anyways, I hope you guys are all having a great beginning to fall because it's fall now, baby. If you guys have seen my recent Instagram post um, that I made a TikTok, I'm very proud of my TikToking. I'm literally the most cringiest TikToker ever because I'm 20 years old and I feel like I have no place on TikTok. I'm like an Instagram, Facebook only kind of person because like, again, I'm 28 years old. So, um, I, but I decided to get on TikTok because that's what the cool kids do. And also I'm addicted to watching it like every day for 40 minutes before I go to bed. I say it's only going to be for five. I'm like, oh, I'm only going to sweat for a little bit. And then boom, 40 minutes goes by. It's 1130. I have to be up at like 6am and I have fucked up my sleep schedule, which at 28 sucks. It sucks when you mess up your sleep schedule because you are just miserable. And then the next day you're like, oh, I'll go to bed early. And then do you go to bed early? Absolutely not. You do not go to bed early. So then boom, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. And the next thing you know, you're just permanently exhausted and you're constantly buying nitro cold brews from Starbucks. And it's just a cycle of endless cold coffees and star points and lack of sleep forever. So being 28 is great. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. But now you guys know how I spend my money. It's all at Starbucks. You're welcome. I was going to say Jeff Bezos, but I don't think Jeff Bezos owns Starbucks as much as I think he really, really wish he did. Anyways, uh, welcome back to a new episode of I Need an Adult. Today I'm going to be chatting about something super exciting. Kind of. Depends if you have friends or not. <laughs> Today I'm going to be talking about adult friendships. Uh, your best friends. Your besties. Hi, bestie. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about adult friendships and why they're so hard. And they're so heartbreaking. And they're so much more difficult than when you were a kid. Like, I remember being a kid and, like, you were friends with somebody for, like, a day. And, like, that's it. Like, you didn't even know their name. Like, you just hung out with them. It was a great time. You played, like, pretend Buffy and the Vampire Slayer in the backyard. Well, not the backyard, I guess. But, like, in the park. And you literally, like, knew their name for, like, one day. And you're like, boom, that's it. Nowadays... I, like, meet somebody, I'm like, let me add you on social media, oh my god, let's hang out, let's get coffee, and you become friends, and then you're like, oh my god, we have a mutual friend, and then boom, next thing you know, that person's a part of, like, your friend group, and then that person sleeps with your boyfriend, and then that person's kicked out of the friend group, 
and for some reason people keep the boyfriend i never understood that why do you keep the fucking boyfriend he's just as much as bad person as this friend is i'm getting off track anyways my point is like being an adult and like having friends or even like making friends is like the toughest fucking thing in the world it's so hard to make a friend as an adult like it's so fucking hard so i was watching this youtube i think we established in the last podcast that i watch a lot of youtube anyways i was watching this girl she's like 20 years old her name is samantha joe she's from wisconsin i want to say i don't know i'm really bad with the states anyways i think she's from wisconsin she has like this cute family i love her to death i think she's the cutest little thing um but she just moved to florida by herself because she's like i need to like branch out and like live my life and be an adult and like do adulty things and she's been living there for like i don't know six months five months however long she's lived there and she just posts a video about how she can't make friends how can this girl with half a million followers or a million followers or however many she has on youtube and on instagram and like people know where she like not directly know where she lives but like knows the city that she lives how can she not make a friend people literally watch her and are like interested in what she has to say but she can't get somebody to go for coffee with her like i don't understand it but she posts this whole video having like a breakdown because she's so lonely and she's homesick and she can't make a friend and she's like i made a new friend i was so excited she's like now i have somebody to go to the beach with and like do stuff with and like go get my nails done and like all this shit that she was talking about i was like girl if i lived in florida i would be like up in your dms being like hey let's hang out i think you're cool i think you're so great oh my god i love your sense of humor and you know what even though like i'm like eight years older than she is i would still do that if i lived in florida i'd be i'd still hit her up and be like hey do you need like an older sister type friend like i am here for you Let's hang out. Let's go to the beach. Let's take our dogs for a walk. Let's, you know, be friends. But people nowadays don't really do that. It is so hard to make an adult friendship. When you were a kid, you invited everybody to your birthday party. Literally everybody that you knew. You were so excited. One, because you probably didn't have to pay for it. And it fucking is so expensive to have a birthday party nowadays. But it's so hard to make an adult friend. So... There's like three ways that you can make a friend. One is through work, obviously, because you spend like 40 hours a week at work or maybe way more than that, maybe way less. Or maybe you work from home nowadays. I don't know. But anyways, most people make their friends at work or through work or in some association to their job. Let's just put it that way. And what happens if you work from home? Like if you always work from home. Or what if you're not in a job where you get along with the people you work with? Like, think about the... I've been thinking about this a lot lately because somebody asked me recently what I would do if I wasn't a nurse. And uh, I really thought about it and I was like, you know what? I think I would be a mechanic. And they were like, well, like, isn't it hard for women in trades? And I was like, yeah, of course. But, like, I love tinkering. Like, that's just, like, my thing. You know? Like, being a nurse is just tinkering with bodies. Oh, which sounds so creepy so creepy but just tinkering with vehicles you know so I've been thinking about that a lot lately and I've been thinking a lot about like women in trades and it's gotta be so hard to be a woman in like construction or like scaffolding because like everybody you work with probably really sucks 
You know, I know because like I dated a lot of the dudes that work in construction and they all suck. So like it would be so hard because you wouldn't make any friends. It would be so lonely. You'd be just like the hot girl or I mean, every girl that works in trades is hot. Like, come on. You're wearing freaking overalls. Get up. Like, stop. Like, every girl is hot. But, like, it, you wouldn't be able to make a friend. Like, it would be so difficult. But if you work at, like, let's just take nursing, for example, because, like, I am one. So I can kind of say what it's like. Like, making friends at the hospital is so fucking easy. So easy. Why? Because we all have the same sense of humor. We all have the dark sense of humor. We all, for the most part, obviously, there's people out there who don't for religious or um, a substance abuse or whatever reasons. Most of us drink. They're like, oh, man, I just worked like a 12-hour night shift. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a shower beer. Girl, me too. What, kind of, what beer are you choosing? Like, you know, it's so easy to make a friend in that environment. But what happens if you don't work in an environment like that? What if you work an office job and people just want to sit at their desks and peruse Amazon all day? Like, good luck making a friend then. Like, it's hard. So the other ways that you can make friends as an adult is through, like, uh, like through mutual friends. Oh my gosh, I just, like, messed up my whole train of thought. Mutual friends or through friends from school or going to school or friends from high school. Now, I don't really count the, like, having friends from when you were in school as, like, an adult friend because they've just, like, carried on through life. You know, like, their ideals have grown with your ideals or maybe you guys went into the same field of work or maybe you guys just think alike and things have just, like, continued on. You know, like, me and my best friend have been friends for, like, 17 years now. We're very different people in a lot of ways, but we're also really alike in a lot of ways as well. So we just kind of like meshed well together. And actually the other day it was so cute. She was like, you're stuck with me. I'm stuck with you. And I was like, oh, baby, we're stuck together forever, bitch. 17 years is the longest relationship I've ever had. And it might just be a friendship, but you know what? We're stuck together like glue. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that either, which I say a lot apparently, so I'm really sorry. Please call me out on how annoying I am because I'm very aware of it. Anywho, there you go. See, caught myself, caught it. Um, You can make friends through how I did too, through university and college. So if you're an adult learner like I was, yay, 26 years old going back to college, woo, um, then you can make friends that way because you all have like a common goal. Either you're taking the same classes or you're in the same cohort or you're one specific bachelor's degree, master's degree, PhD, whatever it is that you're doing in school. You have a common thought, a common goal, a common, common value with other people in your classes. So it's pretty easy to make friends that way, especially if you're like, hey, like I want to make a study group or hey, like we have this huge project do you want to go and grab a beer at like the university bar? Let's chat about it. Let's be partners. Like, you know, it's pretty easy to make friends that way. Um, that being said, like it can still be hard. It can still suck. And like you could definitely be in a class that you have no interest in. So like stats, for example. And uh, everybody there is like, oh, yeah, stats is my fucking jam. And you're like, I just need this to graduate. 
So, I mean, like, it can suck. It can obviously suck. But, I mean, that's just the university experience for you. At some point, everything sucks. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, school is pretty much a good way for you to, like, make a friend. Or two. Or eight. How many friends you want. Um, now, I kind of want to talk about, uh, what it's like when you lose a friend as an adult so number one it's it sucks it's it literally is like going through a divorce you grieve as if somebody died it's it can be horrible especially if you were like really really close to somebody say it's like a friend like a best friendship or like uh like a really close friend somebody that you've confided in and someone that you've been friends with and loyal to and have shared inner workings of your life with for like a really long time it can be really 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 hard losing a friend as an adult as a kid yes you feel hurt you feel mad but kids for some reason you bounce back easier when you and a friend stop being friends i'm not saying this for everybody Because there's definitely people that I know that, like, had friendships as kids and, like, still kind of hang on to that because they know, like, if things could have been just fixed, it would have been completely fine. But when you're a kid, like, you don't think of those things. You just think, like, oh, Johnny took my pencil, my favorite pencil. He knew it was my favorite. I hate Johnny now. Johnny's the worst. Whereas nowadays, it's more like, ugh, Johnny took my boyfriend, I hate Johnny. Johnny's the worst. Johnny can go fucking die. I hate him. Let's blast him on social media. That's kind of the level that we're at now with adult friendships or like just make like being friends is that like every repercussion is something way bigger than just being pushed on the playground. It's more of my friend stole my boyfriend, husband, significant other person, whoever or my friend stole money from me, or my friend stole my identity. I know these are all extreme examples, but it could be so many like little things too. I had a friendship that ended because uh, she decided to go into my place of work where she knew I made commission and um, make a purchase from a coworker of mine. And it had been a pretty rocky friendship from the for a while there but I just decided I was like what kind of friend does that like she knew that I was uh like financially unstable at the time and now and always will be but I was having a hard financial time and just the fact that I knew that she was going to make a purchase and I did all this work put in for her um for this purchase and she decided to just like go behind my back and buy purchase from somebody else really really hurt my feelings so I ended the friendship because I was like why would I want somebody who's going to do that in my life, you know? Um, I've known people who have ended friendships because somebody is just, like, not putting in the effort, you know? It takes a lot of effort to do an active participant in a friendship. It takes as much effort as you would put into, like, a romantic relationship or a parental relationship or a sibling relationship. It's the same kind of effort that is put into a friendship you need to check in on that person make plans with them make sure they're okay be 
there for them when they need emotionally, physically, uh, sometimes financially, you know, like it, it's a lot of effort put in. And I've kind of learned as I've gotten older that you don't need to have like 8 million of those people around. If you have like five, six, seven of those really close people that, you know, if you pick up the phone and call them and you say, Hey, I need help. Or, Hey, I just want to talk or, Hey, I'm having a hard time right now. They would answer and they would put down whatever they're doing for the most part and listen or be there for you or get coffee or do whatever you need to do or need help with, I guess. And that's kind of the people that you should have around in your life. You shouldn't waste your time with people who are just going to use you for your time, your intelligence, your money, um, your status, or as people say nowadays, your clout. (laughs) You need to be really selective about who you let into your life. But the problem comes with what happens when it goes wrong? What happens when that person betrays your loyalty or your trust or your secrets? Then it becomes more of a heartbreak, a grief. You go through it. It's a really hard time to accept that somebody that you chose, that you became friends with, that you let into your life and you thought was somebody who was going to bring positivity has brought all of this negative negativity to your life. And as an adult, that's a lot more jarring than it is as a child because usually the circumstances are a lot more serious. So I'll give an example. I, last week had a old friend of mine who I had already cut off. So I thought the friendship was done already. Um, but I had already put cut this person off about three and a half months ago. They had pulled a prank on me that was unacceptable to me. As it is, I'm not a big prank person, but I mean, if you give me a pie in the face, it's not going to like break my spirit. But this prank was um, specifically in regards to my parents passing and my um not having any parents so once I found out it was a prank I was just like I'm done I like I this person brings nothing positive to my life somebody who's going to do something so cruel to me isn't somebody that I want to associate with and as it was we already weren't uh, crazy close anymore um there had been a, a lot of Um, previous like little issues so it was somebody that I had like stepped back from quite a bit in the few months before that however um this person decided to uh create a smear campaign against me on uh, Instagram luckily she tagged and was um uh addressing my not spam account, but I have a photography account that I don't touch very often. And luckily it was that account that was included and not my personal account or my business accounts. So that was a blessing at least. But she decided to smear my name all over Instagram um, and said some pretty horrible and hurtful things. She tagged my work. She sent an email to my um, potential employer. Um calling me some really horrible things and doing some damage that I uh, am still thinking about and still processing. It's been it's been a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think that a lot of the stuff that she said is obviously wrong because it was mostly, I think, done out of a place of hurt, even though I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Um, 
it's brought up a lot of feelings that I didn't, haven't thought about in a while and is something that I'm processing. And even just the whole fact that it lasted for four days and it's just like emotionally jarring. So it was a lot. And obviously that friendship is over, um, which I think is understandable for a lot of people because I don't think anybody could really come back from that. Like, I don't think that's somebody that you could be friends with after that happens, you know, I wish her the best and I hope she, um, finds some peace and gets some help. However, I don't want to be associated with that. I want nothing to do with that kind of drama or a person that would do that to somebody else. Um, I'm very much the type of person that if we have an issue, let's talk it out. Um, communication is key to me. So I don't know why I'm talking like this is an interview. Communication is key. Like, shut the fuck up, Lisa. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So adult friendships, when they end, they can end really badly, especially nowadays with the age of social media. Like I just said, like things can be taken way too far and things can be put on the internet. And as we all know, once something's on the internet, it's never coming off. Somebody will have saved it, found it, made it, put it on a hard drive, whatever it is. The things on the internet never leave. So just the thought that like somebody can spew your secrets or things that you never wanted people to know or even just things that are made up about you onto the internet is hurtful, but is also really, really easy to be done. Almost anybody can just go on the internet Go on Instagram specifically or Facebook or wherever. Put your name in and say, hey, this person did this or hey, this person told me this and somebody else will see it and somebody else will see it and boom, next thing you know, it's all over the internet and it could have just been done because somebody was angry or somebody was hurt or you had a fight. So it's really easy for things to get out of hand with social media. It also makes it really easy for people who are paranoid or jealous to have those enhanced feelings. So, for example, I'm one of those people who has huge FOMO, which is fear of missing out if you're unaware. Um, So it's really hard for me to like see other people who I'm friends with or like events that I would love to have been able to go to, but I'm working or I'm busy or I have other plans or I have other like things that come up and I'm not able to go and like see other people having fun without me. So it's really hard to see and I can understand. I don't say it's right, but I can understand how people could lash out because of it because you're allowed to feel your feelings. You're allowed to feel hurt, but also you have to remember that you're an adult and you need to communicate like an adult, not like a 13-year-old that's throwing a tantrum. But social media makes it so much easier to become the 13-year-old than it is to be the adult. So social media can really have a huge effect on friendships. If you start to see like, oh, my friend never posts pictures with me or my friend never posts stories about when we're hanging out or we never seem to do the same fun stuff that my friend seems to be doing with other people that posts about constantly. We just go for dinner, but she's going skydiving and going to events and going to parties and all this stuff. So it can really mess with your mental health with friendships. I'm not saying that those kinds of friendships are 
healthy in a lot of ways they can be very toxic but I think at one point everybody kind of feels that way and deals with that I know I have personally over the years um so it it can be tough it can be tough for sure but you know what that's kind of the beauty about being an adult and being in a friendship is that at this point you've already gained the communication skills that you have for um, being an adult and talking and being able to communicate your feelings properly. So you should hopefully be able to deal with these feelings and deal with this properly. But if not, then that's something that's just need to be figured out. Hey, is this a healthy friendship for me? Is this something that I can deal with all the time? Is this something that's going to bring me positivity to my life? Or is it just bring me anxiety and negativity and depression constantly? So, unfortunately, those are bigger feelings that are brought into a friendship versus when you were a kid and, like, literally you would just get in a fight and then 20 minutes later hug it out or high five and be friends again. Also, okay, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. I, obviously, am a woman, um, but I wanted to talk about guys or men friendship. Um what the fuck? Because it seems like guys never fight with each other. Women, it always seems like women are like fighting and like having drama. I don't know. You can't see, but I'm doing air quotes. Having drama. Um, How real housewives of us. <laughs> but men literally never seem to fight with their friends. They never fight. I don't know if it's like they fight, but they just don't show it or they don't show their emotions or they just like punch each other and it's over like what is their secret like how do they how do they become that and how do we all become that because I literally have never had like a male friend who's been like oh I'm fighting with my friend John today like he's being such a dick Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, I've literally never heard that. The only time I've heard, like, something even close to that is when, like, they're playing video games. That's it. Other than that, like, literally men never fight with each other. They just are like, oh, man, it's fine. And then, like, slap on the back. Like, you know, like, they just don't. And I'm so confused by it. When did they develop that skill? Was that like something that came with the dropping of the balls? It was just like this overall knowledge of friendships? Like, I just like need to know and want to understand. So maybe that'll be my homework for me for the next week. Understand the male mind and how it works in relation to male friendships. Yeah, I think that's going to be my goal. I want to know. I'm going to be talking to some dudes. I mean might as well be talking to some dudes anyways my friend yesterday told me before I went to work and I worked as a server yesterday um she told me she's like I have this feeling that you're gonna meet the love of your life tonight I was like I doubt it I doubt it you think I'm gonna meet somebody as I'm serving them at a bar or a restaurant I work at a restaurant not a bar and she's like yeah I just have this feeling that you're gonna meet the love of your life soon I was like oh okay And then when I talked to her this morning, she's like, so did you meet the love of your life last night? I was like, absolutely not. You know what I did get last night? Ketchup all over my foot. 
That's it. Literally, no exciting men came to any of my tables last night. It was very disappointing. But you know what? That's okay. It's fine. Maybe she meant, like, tonight as in the greater lunar cycle. So sometime within the next month. <laughs> Who knows what she meant? Anyways, I got off topic. Um, Basically, how I want to finish this episode is just talking about as an adult, because again, this episode or this podcast is called I Need an Adult. And sometimes you need another adult. And by another adult, I mean a friend. You need a friend. As an adult, you can't not have friends. You need to have people that you vent to, that you hang out with, that you go drinking with, that you go for coffee with, that you spend time with, you watch movies with, you talk about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, your whoever. It's someone to help you move, someone to watch your dog, someone to go on vacation with. You need friends. And yes, it's hard to make them. But the thing is, is as an adult, you don't as easily get rid of them as you would as a kid. You don't just hang out with them one day and then let them go. That's one night stands only. But friends, once you decide as an adult that that person is your friend, you put them on your close friends list on Instagram and everything, that person is with you. You know, you go to their wedding. You're part of their wedding party. You drink, You well, you definitely drink their alcohol, but you hang out with them constantly. You bring the wine, you bring the cheese, you bring the Big Macs, you know? That person is with you. And it's pretty rare where like once you've made like a solid friendship, I'm not talking about these people that like you see at group gatherings every once in a while and like sometimes you'll like react to their Instagram story. I'm talking about like the true friends. Once they're with you, they're with you. They are stuck with you. That's the beauty of adult friendships. Once you got them, you got them. Unless they really fuck up in some kind of way. But they're stuck with you until you're in an old age home and your guys are wearing matching briefs, okay? You're stuck with that person. And you know what? That's beautiful. You chose that person to be stuck with. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of I Need an Adult. And guess what? I still fucking need an adult because I'm fucking up all over the place. (laughs) Of course. I'll talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great beginning to fall. Go and get your pumpkin spice latte. I got mine. It was delicious. Try the apple cinnamon macchiato, I think it's called. What? This is not an ad for Starbucks. I'm just saying. But it's really good. Just get it half sweet because it's hella fucking sweet. Trust me trust. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you next time.